and welcome back to a new episode of Don't Forget to Smile. If you are new to this show, my name is Amulia Vijapurapu, and I am so excited to share with you all today. Don't Forget to Smile means a lot to me, and having this opportunity to share makes me so happy. I love sharing the stage with some of you during my guest segment, as I love hearing the stories of other people. If you'd like to be a guest on this show, direct message the podcast Instagram account. The username is smilepodcast22. Smilepodcast, one word, with the number 22 at the end. I love doing this show because it means I get to share my stories, and it is such a wonderful feeling to share with others. You can have that same experience by being my guest, so do not hesitate to reach out. I'd love to have you. For today's episode of Don't Forget to Smile, I will be talking about listening. Sometimes, when people talk to us, we as humans have the tendency to let our minds go elsewhere, and we end up not really hearing the other person. Whether we drift away to prepare a story we want to share after, or our minds just wander to other irrelevant thoughts, humans sometimes have trouble truly listening. There is always just so much happening in our minds and so many thoughts bouncing around that sometimes we cannot help but get sucked into the whirlwind in our heads when others are speaking to us. But it is essential that we show people we are listening and that we do not get lost in something else. We live in a world full of distractions that it is so easy to tune someone else out and only worry about ourselves. But we need to learn to put our full attention on a person when they share with us and show them that we hear them because that is the most sincere way to show someone you care. Showing that you care about someone else's words shows that you want to be there to support them and that can make the biggest impact. Last week, I talked about helping others. Listening is a big part of helping other people because that's the first step to solving a problem. Oftentimes, when someone presents a dilemma to us, our instinct is to provide advice to fix it. We do not like seeing those we care about in pain, so we try to make the problem go away by giving advice and not fully listening to the issue. For some, Giving advice right away helps because that is what they want instantly from a conversation. For others, it does not help. In fact, it can make things worse. Sometimes, all people want is for someone to listen and not say anything. The best way to help someone is to just simply listen to their struggles because having someone to listen to you vent can be more valuable than getting advice about the situation. By letting someone talk uninterrupted, it can allow them to get everything out of their system. Allowing that to happen can be more valuable than helping them fix the situation because they feel better when they can express themselves completely without being given a solution they may not want. Therapy is based around just listening to patients talk and it helps so much. As a psychology major and someone who wants to go into the field of therapy, I learned that therapy is not about giving advice, but listening to the other person. 
In fact, therapists are not really allowed to give advice unless directly asked for it. The point of therapy is to let the other person talk and express their feelings and troubles completely. The therapist's job is to listen and guide the conversation based on what the other person shares. Whether it is repeating back the words the client says or moving the conversation in the direction of something specific that was brought up, it is centered around listening. The job cannot be done unless you really listen to what the other person is saying. The therapist has to listen in order to guide the conversation. And that listening and not giving advice helps the patient help themselves. By not giving advice, the therapist is allowing the patient to express everything and even get to the root of the problem by repeating words back and guiding the conversation in the direction of something that was said. By not giving a quick fix to make it better, more things come out and the patient can leave feeling better because they let things out of their system that they did not even know was there. Listening allows for results and helps the other person feel better. This is because the other person now has the stage completely and are not forced to bury things again because they were interrupted or given advice that does not really line up with their issue. They finally feel heard and understood. I'm not sharing this to encourage you all to never give advice to another person again. People benefit from advice, especially when they are confused and do not know what to do. What I'm saying is to be sure that you really hear the other person before you advise them. Be sure you are letting them say all they need to say before you provide a fix for them. See if they want that advice in the first place or if they just want to be listened to. Sometimes people just want to be heard without any advice. So check if that's something someone wants. But no matter what their preference is, listen carefully and hang on to their words. Doing that will help them feel heard and can even allow you to give them better fixes to their problems that can really help. The bottom line is to listen when someone is talking to you. Truly open your ears and listen when they speak. Knowing that someone will truly listen to you is much more reassuring than someone who will provide a quick fix to the first sentence you say. So be the person who really makes an impact by listening. Listening does not only apply to helping other people, it applies to everyday life. We live in a fast-paced, technology-driven world, and sometimes it can be tough to take a moment and really hear someone. Sometimes we check our phones or get thrown into other tasks when someone is talking to us, and we don't really hear them. Even for simple things, like listening to someone talk about their day or share fun stories, we don't always give our full attention. It's nobody's fault. Rather, it's the world that we live in that sometimes gets the better of us. Even if it's not technology or other tasks that distract us, we could be so worn out or distracted by the fast-paced day that when somebody talks, we retreat into our own thoughts and end up thinking about something else and not hearing the other person's words. Humans have so much going on around them 
that it is natural to lose focus when someone is talking to us. I am sure all of you listening to this episode now are guilty of doing this at least once in your lifetime. (laughs) I know I am. But the thing is, we can't keep living in a world where we are distracted by our phones, other tasks, or our own thoughts when someone is speaking to us. That is no way to cultivate a relationship with someone. People want to be heard and know that someone is giving them their full attention. So we have to break the cycle and learn to really listen when someone is speaking to us. So, how do we listen better? Well, there is a technique in psychology that can definitely help us listen better. It is used in therapy, so it can definitely be used to listen better while helping people, but also while listening to people in our daily lives. The technique is called active listening. In active listening, you listen to what the person is saying and paraphrase back to them what they said. By having to paraphrase what somebody shares, you are forced to listen to the other person. Because how do you paraphrase if you don't know what the other person said? Active listening helps you focus on the words of the other person and really understand them. By paraphrasing what the other person says back to them, you are finding your own understanding in their words, which helps you absorb everything and get a strong grasp on the situation. For example, if I shared, I went to the park today and played with my dog, someone who was active listening to my story would hear my words and have to paraphrase back to me. So, they could say, So, you played with your dog at the park today. By active listening and using paraphrasing, it helps the person hear their own words, which can then prompt them to share more details and delve deeper. This can help when someone is struggling with the problem because it encourages them to keep sharing, and that can help them get to the root of the issue instead of just scratching the surface. But, like I said before, Active listening can also be used when just talking to another person, and doing so can allow them to feel heard, which in turn can encourage them to share more with you. I learned about active listening when I was a part of the Romantic Relationships Research Lab at TCNJ. We interviewed participants about their experiences in their romantic relationships, and we were taught to use active listening during our interviews. So. Whenever a participant said anything to us, we had to paraphrase it back. We were trained to do this for a few weeks and then had to put it into practice during interviews. When I was first being trained in active listening, I felt silly. I was saying what the other person literally just said back to them. They knew I was listening, so what was the point? But when I used it in real conversations with participants during interviews, I saw the value almost immediately. When I paraphrased something back to a participant, they would share more. I got more details and information from them after I said their words back to them because they could really hear what they said and then expand upon it. Participants filled out feedback forms as well, and on almost all of them, Participants shared that they felt heard and really listened to during their interviews. This shows that active listening helps. 
People feel like someone is paying attention to them when you use active listening. And that in itself can make a world of difference. Sometimes we feel alone and like no one can hear us. So let someone know that you will lend them your ear and that you will listen to what they have to say. It's not enough to only be a shoulder for someone to cry on because the real help comes when you can be someone who hears them and everything they have to say. Open your ears and listen. Whether it be problems or just daily life, listen when someone shares and make them feel heard. I encourage you all who are listening to this episode now to try out active listening. The next time someone tells you a story, paraphrase it back to them. When someone shares an issue with you, resist the urge to give instant advice and instead paraphrase the person's issue. Active listening really does help. I have seen it firsthand during my time at college. Even now, after the Romantic Relationships Research Lab, I use active listening in normal conversations. When someone tells me their issues or even a story they want to share with me, I use active listening and paraphrase. And they share more with me and get more off their chest as a result. As I get ready to start a job in human resources in just a few short days, I want to show those who approach me that I hear them and all of their problems completely because showing them that is the best help I can give. I want to be a therapist at some point and active listening is going to be something I carry forward as I approach that phase of my life. I will continue showing people both in and out of my career that I am here to listen to everything they want to share with me. Because that shows you care and want to be present while they speak. By showing that you are wholly present and listening, the person will be more inclined to share more and will feel better about sharing things with you. Listening, and really listening, is the key to any healthy relationship. Being present in a conversation is the reassurance someone needs when they are struggling or just want to talk. It can be incredibly frustrating to talk when you feel like no one is listening or really hearing you. So don't be that person to someone else. Be the person who really hears someone and shows that you are listening to their words. By doing so, you will make them smile. And that is how you won't forget to smile. For this edition of What Makes You Smile, I have with me Tim. I met Tim in college when we shared a class together. And through that and other activities at school, we got to know each other and become friends. He is a music education major going into his senior year at the College of New Jersey, and he is currently spending his summer working as a production assistant and a private lesson instructor. It is always so much fun to talk to him, and I cannot wait to hear what he has to share. So without further ado, here he is. Welcome to my show, Tim. Thanks for having me, Amelia. First-time caller, long-time listener. <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be here with me today. I know we had so many changes, so I do appreciate you being able to sit down with me. Of course, how's my hair? <laughs> well, I don't think that's important for a podcast, but I'm sure it looks great. Thank you. Oh my gosh, compliments. <laughs> it's a positivity right. podcast, so compliments are very important. Oh my goodness. Okay. So as you know, I have you here for my segment of What Makes You Smile as my guest. So are you ready to get started on that? (laughs) Yeah. All right. So as you know, I have you here as my guest for What Makes You Smile. So I'm going to ask you about what makes you happy and, of course, what makes you smile. So, Tim, what makes you smile? I would say what makes me smile... Is definitely thinking positively, thinking about the future in regard to anything stressful going on in the present. And then in regard to the present, also being able to live impulsively, saying yes to any opportunities that come my way. Wow, that's a really great topic, and it aligns perfectly with this podcast since you talked about being able to stay positive and think positively about the future. So that's a great way to get us started with this segment. I love a great transition. So what are things that you do in your own life to live life to the fullest or take chances and just live with that positive mindset? Uh, well, in the sense of taking chances... Uh, with my new job as a private lesson instructor, I was literally asked solely on Saturday, just out of the blue, if I would be up to the challenge, up to the opportunity, and I was very excited to do it. I was nervous at first just because one's well, still rising as in my education field. So, But the only way that you get better and you can expand your mind, expand your emotions and grow as a person is by living and experiencing. So I said yes. Uh, I've been in twice already with uh, six students and then five students. I have five more on Thursday if I get to meet them. Uh, And honestly, it's so amazing to not only get to share what I know, what I've learned from my past professors, past former teachers, and what I've learned through performing and get to share it with a new generation and while also getting to learn from these kids in regard to how I can be a better me and a better teacher. Wow, that's honestly so amazing. I know, like you said, some of the way that we learn and the main way that we learn actually is just by throwing ourselves into it and having that experience. So like you said, you just said yes to something that was thrown at you and now you're enjoying it and you love being there. So it's incredible how something that just comes to us and us saying yes on a whim is really life-changing and really helps us grow. I definitely agree. So we're talking a lot about taking chances and just saying yes to things on a whim. So what motivates you to take chances and to just throw yourself into new experiences? Uh, For me personally, if I feel stuck and I feel in a loop repetitively, that's not a positive loop and it's more negative. Sometimes you have two options when it comes to that. And obviously there's probably more than two, but in my head, I just see the two of you can either push through it thinking of even yes, it's hard in the present and someday it's going to be done. And then you're going to have the benefit of either having that experience or being able to have the qualification that came from the negative experience that you had to deal with, or you realize 
that it's negative and you're stuck and there's you can either put up with it and be miserable or you can get out of it and try something new and i like to go i tend to act the more impulsive route where if i'm unhappy i have to process everything and figure out why and once i get there i think of how i can get past it and move forward and i've done that a lot throughout my life um Back in high school, I initially went to a private school, and I that was my freshman year, and I was not happy there. And so I transferred to a public to a, my public high school. So I transferred once in high school, and as you know, Malia, I transferred again in college, which also worked out because I'm a lot happier at TCNJ academically. I miss uh, my friends from my old school, but. Uh, it's a lot better in the sense of growth along the path of the future that I want for myself. And uh, I mean, also recently, just in the past semester, I'm still in music education. I switched my focus from percussion to voice. And while I do miss the people within my focus as percussion and the friends I made through that, and also the ensembles and classes that I got to take along that route, I'm also very happy now. I'm a lot happier now in the sense of I actually feel, not to say that I felt imposter syndrome before, but like I, I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, definitely. Like ultimately, the most important thing is making sure that we're happy where we are. And ultimately, that comes through by taking chances and by going down different routes and being able to just figure it out by, you know, like you said, being impulsive and taking chances and saying yes to things. So as long as you can get to that angle and be happy like now you are, you know, that's all that really matters in life. I agree. And I'm honestly looking back on it, like I don't usually reflect on the impulsive decisions I make, but honestly, with these big decisions I make for my happiness, honestly, they really have come through, if that's the right term for it. And I'm sure that that is the right term for it, actually. It definitely has come through. And I guess you could say also paid off because now, you know, by being impulsive and taking those chances on yourself, you know, you're able to find what makes you happy. And like I said, that is the most important thing. So I'm glad you're able to do that for yourself. Thank you for not devaluing come through. The term was definitely paid off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we. Yes, on your podcast. Not continue. <laughs> now, I was just going to ask you. I know we're talking a lot about um, taking chances and how that really pays off in the end. Um, and you reflected on some times where you had to make changes in your life to ultimately get to where you are now. So I can imagine that through those times, you know, there were some difficult times where maybe you were uncertain about making those changes or maybe you had a lot to deal with. So through all those times, how did you remind yourself to take chances even when things were getting tough? I'd say, and honestly, it took me a while to get to this point as somebody who has come from a period of time where I've been in rock bottom, poor mental health. Once you get out of that, you realize that, yes, there are negative moments in life, and sometimes those negative moments last longer than just moments, but everything's temporary and positive will come. Like, uh, there's the fun phrase that the best way to live life is through mountains, 
or you have the ups and downs and that's what makes life worth living and i'd like to think about that where if i'm ever at a bottom i'd like to go back up to the top that's a great mindset to have and it definitely is an important reminder that you know all bad things don't last there's always an end and you know as long as we can stay positive throughout it and just be able to get back to the top like you said we'll be able to get through it it's i guess to further the point like i usually get asked a lot by my friends going through rough patches since they know that I've been there they asked how I get out of it and honestly the only answer like I wish it wasn't just the mantra of living positively and thinking that you're happy and that everything's going to be okay because it doesn't work automatically but then one day it just clicks or at least that's what it what happened for me obviously for different people different strategies and different mechanisms work and i'm sure you know as a psychology major like the actual logistics and um, mindsets the chemicals that the specific uh, what's the word logistics no not logistics specific uh entities that take place that make different mindsets and diagnoses occur but i'd just say you really do have to live positively and know there's always something better that can happen. I never to lose faith. I'll just keep using different uh, nice, happy life quotes. No, that's definitely a good reminder. Like I said before, um, and I know you said that you were someone that was there. So I think just, you know, always reminding yourself of that and just repeating that self, that thing, that to yourself, that everything is going to be okay. And to like stay positive during that, you know, is helpful. And like you said, one day it does click. And I know you said, um, as a psychology major, I'll know more of the mechanisms of that. Um, but all I can really say to that is, you know, if you convince yourself of it enough, you know, eventually it does come. Because if you tell your, the brain is a very, very powerful source. And if you tell yourself something enough, you know, the brain actually does take to it and absorbs it. And that actually does end up happening. Um, I talked about self-fulfilling prophecy on one episode in season one, um, where basically if you believe something is going to happen and you tell yourself that enough, then it is going to happen. And that's pretty much what you're expressing through what you're saying, that if you tell yourself enough that you're going to be positive and that you're going to make it through, then that is going to happen. Um, because in your brain, that's going to, that's what's going to happen. That's what you're going to always work to. So I think that's definitely a good reminder and a good um, way to look at life and just remember that we're always going to make it through. Honestly, I really love the concept of uh, emanating in the sense of when you're going for something to actually think you're going to get it, not like a cocky way, but to go with it with the mindset that you're going to get the role because that means you're going to actually put yourself in the space where you are qualified and the people who are judging you are going to actually believe that you should have the role. I definitely agree with that. Thank you so much for sharing those thoughts. It was definitely very insightful. And I definitely agree with a lot of what you're saying. Like I said in the beginning, it definitely aligns a lot with this podcast and just the whole mindset of being positive through all of the hard times. So thank you so much, Tim, for sharing. And thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, of course. Thanks so much for having me. Honestly, I had an amazing time and... Honestly, the time of us uh, talking really just flew.
Yeah, it definitely did. It um, definitely did fly. And you know what they say, when um, you're having fun, time flies. So, you know, I definitely no, did have fun. Life gives you lemons. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well thank you so much for being here again. Definitely was fun. Of course, have a great summer and have an amazing time in the real world. I can't wait to hear about it. Thank you. Good luck in your senior year of college and have a great summer as well. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Don't Forget to Smile. If you like what you hear, let me know by subscribing and rating this show on Spotify. Don't Forget to Smile is also on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, so be sure to subscribe and rate this show on those platforms as well. I have to give a shout out to my cousin Aditya for inspiring this episode. When I discussed my podcast with him, he suggested that I do an episode on listening to others, and that sparked me to write this episode and run with that idea. So thank you, Aditya, for the idea for this episode. To provide your ideas and suggestions for this podcast, follow the podcast Instagram account. You can direct message me this way, and you can also be on the lookout for suggestion posts that go up every so often. The podcast Instagram account is smilepodcast22. Smilepodcast, one word, with the number 22 at the end. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and be sure to tune in next week for new content. Until then, don't forget to smile.